What is this? 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 What 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 Welcome to episode 26 of what is this podcast my name is pepper five my name is victor <laughs> how's your week been my week has been uh i have been sad all week let me just <laughs> beginning monday um what i, I have been very, oh very, i know very i know sad. why i know why yeah um actually i wasn't even in but you don't start with the negatives Come okay on. no 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 okay let me tell you about my weekend i i was away i was out of nairobi for the weekend I really had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun and enjoyable, wherever I was. Um, yeah, actually got to see a talk, part of... Talk to your people. <laughs> to connect with you. I got they to don't see... know wherever you are. They want to know, where were you? I got to see a part of Kenya that I had never seen before. Which is? I was in the Mount Kenya regions. Oh. Yeah, I was in the That's highlands. Home. That's home. I was in the highlands and beautiful scenery. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing people and um, you had gone to unwind. Time. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, it was um, yeah, it was it was something that I had been planning on doing for a while, and an opportunity finally came up, and so I took up the opportunity and went, met cool people, made new friends, and um, saw new things, and got to learn a lot about myself and the, my country and how people everywhere are. Yeah, and then now on Monday, you pull the kanye. <laughs> yeah, I was in the I was in the hidden hills. So uh, on Monday, when I'm when I'm coming back, I'm just you know now because uh, of where I was, it was somewhere so far away from uh, civilization. Civilization being there was no network. You had to go on hills and find trees and such. Like it was something mm. somewhere remote. Okay. So getting back to somewhere where I could. Um, I could at least access the internet. Uh, the first thing that I see is that um, the American rapper Nipsey Hussle had been had been was dead. That's all I knew. He was dead. So I actually didn't believe it at first because Monday was first uh, April. So I, I in my head in my head the first thing that clicked was ah this is some April shit. But it's so dumb. Why would somebody? Not such this? a bad day to like to pull such a prank. Uh, no, as in for that to happen to you, okay, he died on that first March. Yeah, but the news broke out on first April. To us, at least, here, uh, yeah. this part of the world, the majority of the world, yeah, about it on first April, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, like, that was such a bad, like, coincidence. Yeah, that like you... it's April Fool. Yeah, and then now you're telling me that somebody was killed. And okay, the I think it makes me sad on so many levels. First, being that um. I had just said like really enjoying Nipsey Hussle's music because I think um, if you ask me in the Grammys, it, it was either him or or Pusha T who was supposed to win rap album of the year. He had his his album was so was so dope. Uh, I was listening to it since last year and now it's like a daily routine to listen to it since he passed on. Um, it's sad that he 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 got. He he had to leave Earth that way. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just sad, and it's now sad that 
even all the things that he was doing, all the crazy things that he was doing for, for his people has been negated by somebody who, a situation that could have been avoided, you know? I mean, it's sad. It's just, for me, it was very sad. It we don't know for a fact situation. that situation could have been avoided. Um, for, for a fact. I think we because what what I know is that it was a, a, a personal altercation that happened between these... Uh, this guy who on who face value him. it was a personal altercation on face value no that 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 is the that is the story that even the police are pen, peddled around right not peddled around i think that's the situation as it is on the ground that um because one thing you have to understand is that he was shot outside his storm like he wasn't in a random city he wasn't in a place where he wasn't he was where he knows he is safe you know he was even alone his bodyguard wasn't there all these factors combined just shows you that this is some and this is somebody who knew him the person who shot him or allegedly shot him is somebody who knew him so it was just sad and it's sad because when you look around the people all over just saying how he how he was such a nice guy like i think that's the that's the problem that he's, he's, he's one person who, even the fo- the photos that they're showing of him on the news isn't like, they're not showing mug shots like they usually do of rappers. They're showing photos of him doing real people things as in he's just yeah. a nice guy. He's just- I, think, I think what really caught, uh, I'm not going to say I was listening to it. I was a big fan of his music just because mm-hmm. uh, he passed on. And what, the, what really caught uh, my eye with Nips Nipsey Hussle was his story, yeah. like his story of his entrepreneurial story. Yes, like he had a mixtape and he had uh, copies out, and he sold this mixtape for hundred dollars, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and they actually sold a thousand copies the first week. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm wondering what kind of marketing mm-hmm. in this day and age where there's streaming and there's all this piracy this, going I think around. This was back in twenty. I think 2013 or 2014. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was a few years ago. Yeah, it was a few years ago. However, that there was still these streaming service services. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was still this YouTube and all that. How does one person come out and say, "No, I'm not gonna put my music on YouTube, on mm-hmm. Spotify, on Apple Music, on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have physical copies. And if you really fucks with me and you fucks with my music, yeah, you're gonna buy it at a hundred. Hundred dollars yeah. a, a mm-hmm. copy, right? Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen, right? Yes. And people actually bought it. Yeah. You get. Mm-hmm. So uh, his story really, really caught my eye, and him giving it back to the the hood, like establishing all this. Uh, he had a, you mentioned he had a store. Yeah. And establishing all, like all that, and bringing it back to the hood. Actually, the, was the, really what caught my eye. I'm not gonna say that I'm a big fan of Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've listened to a couple of his tracks, and I found them uh, real. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I could. That's what I can say. Was he signed by any chance? No, he wasn't he was signed. Independent. So he was a free agent. Yeah. Okay, I don't know the circumstances that revolve around his death. Mm-hmm. However, people are busy uh saying that peddling conspiracy theories not those are the stories that are being peddled people are busy saying that it's one thing or another 
that it had to do with the government and his documentary uh concerning Dr Sebi yeah and also um him being I personally if I was to go with those stories mm-hmm. I would highly choose like the story of him being a successful successful black entrepreneur yeah and and showing this artist that you can do it without a label mm-hmm. if I was to go with those stories yeah. yes but I think this even speaks um this is the third time in a space of one year where somebody who I have never met somebody who I don't know personally has really affected me the first was xxx tentacion mm-hmm. the second was macmilla i felt that one really hard and the third this is the third one and it's actually speaks to how much uh, connection we have to celebrities and how I think we have connection to the music to the music yeah yes. that, that's what i'm saying and Because how much I, the I'm music does say for I, us i really uh, support everything x did yeah true <laughs> but his, <laughs> but music, his music spoke, spoke his to music you. was like everything i knew macmilla when in 2013 when i was in high school and so having seen him grow as an artist and even as a person and now to see him die in such tragic circumstances just shows you how much um I think the older we get the more the more the more these things affect us and typically I don't think if you tell somebody that a rapper died and I'm sad I've been I've <laughs> been sad they'll be like Who, wh- why you know but I'm I'm sure for some for somebody for some people there are people who they know who who they know and have never like they don't know but they just know about them and if they if this something bad that to happen to this person they will also feel the same way And that's how I feel about Nipsey Hussle because it's just sad. It's just really sad. I mean, I I, I don't even know what to say. I was just I've just been sad the whole week. I just like because even without the back story, I was just like them. They didn't have to kill him, you know. As in they they no like he didn't have to go out that way. So, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. That's all yeah, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, rest rest in peace. Yeah. And and now his his music has has gone up by I think 2000%. 2700%. Yeah. I mean and and to a person who owns all his music. That's a that's a great. That's a great. All uh, his masters. His masters. <laughs> Let's talk uh masters. Let's say masters. Yeah. That's somebody masters. who that's somebody who Because um, we are going to be delving into the music business. Yeah. This that, episode. That's somebody who all that money will benefit his family and all that. So uh prayers and condolences to all his loved ones and all that um it's really crazy anyway back to the local scene uh i think when when was friday was dead 29th 29th march don't ask me about dates bro <laughs> <laughs> i'm the wrong person you're asking so uh yes friday was 29th towards the end of the first quarter and i think we saw very many artists uh let me say in the mainstream uh, release music just to try beat the first quarter i think just just Do you so that think this these musicians are conscious of the first quarter the second quarter the big the, the big one quarter, the big I ones are so. the big ones are i don't think so let i me, just think it's a matter of coincidence was, that all of them released around that same day when when was when was uh, nishinsky's <clears throat> last release i don't know Oh, the 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 runner the runner track. It's no, no, called, no, no, that one. Before that. It's called what runner? Marathon runner. Marathon runner. Before that one. I don't know. I I think last year. That would be two tracks. 
Finyo and uh, three. three. Yeah. That was in the third quarter. That was last year, right? In the third quarter. I mean, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, the, towards the end of last year. And Nyashinsky, I think he made a conscious effort to release that song before the end of the first quarter. Okay. I, that's my that's my guess. So he's gearing up for something. He's gearing up Personally, for something. Personally, I think Nyashi has an album coming out. Uh, what do you think about that Nyashinsky song? Basically? I, I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy, I don't think I have any song that I dislike, dislike from him. I do. I know it's Kebs. Yeah, it's Kebs. <laughs> <laughs> because you've, you've never failed to mention that. Yeah, I don't like that song. Nyash Alikam Nobaya. Yeah. And he knows that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who does his production. Say I, no. I Say know. no. Oh, not production, engineering. Like he sounds, Tunge Kanyash apa na some international act up. Yeah. Okay, Nyash is an international act. Uh-huh. But some foreign like western international acts mm-hmm. he has high chances of beating that guy personally in terms of production quality subject matter content he puts out mm-hmm. he's uh structure he has a structure like i'm sure all the moves he puts are really strategic that, that he just doesn't just put music like exactly like exactly and that's why i'm saying it it was strategic for him to release so you're saying Willi Paul quarter. was strategic. <laughs> no, Willi Paul has been releasing music. Exactly. It was but, strategic. Uh, like at EI dropped on the 29th to meet <laughs> the first quarter. No, but look at look at it this way. We last week we just talked about how Willi Paul should rebrand as a as a secular artist. And now he releases his I think I will say this is his first song. This is his first secular song. Mm-hmm. Because there is no way. Willie Paul can try convince me or anyone else for that matter. Yeah. That the, Hallelujah with um, what song guy's name? Nandi. 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 Is 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 gospel like the uh, Willie Paul? Don't don't try. But uh, I really like that song, and I think I find it fishy that the bio was changed because I remember watching that song when it was around a hundred thousand views. Yeah. Just after its release. Mm-hmm. And it stated there, Willie Paul is a Kenyan artist recording gospel music. Yeah. So today we checked it. <laughs> yeah, we just checked it a few and minutes ago. And he had removed that part. That's really fishy of him. No, it's not. I think, because I think... He's accepting. He's yeah, accepting, he's, he's, uh, re, he's fully moving into the secular world. Which is not bad. I think he should just uh, do a whole rebrand. Because the songs he's been releasing are very safe. Uh, and this is the first song that he he has released that is like okay you you guys listen here's how it is and this is how it i think it will be for a while so the Willie Paul song mm, that's good for him as a as a secular artist i think now he's fully arrived uh who else and we, we, let, let me mention something else mm-hmm. i don't know Willie Paul even after all these people, oh. all the hate on yeah. social media, this uh-huh. guy is so consistent. Yeah, I don't know. He, 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 I think he's one of the artists who reinvest in their music. Yeah, because all his music comes out with not all. I can't say it's all, but most of the, his music comes out with a video. All, all. Yeah, that's why he has over fifty million views. Mm-hmm. So it's all have 80 million views on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like if I'm not wrong, if I'm not mistaken, he he's the second most viewed artist in Kenya. 
that after would be, so that would be true. That, that yeah there's a strong case for that yeah they would true. have not done my research but yeah. he he's a good contender for that spot right uh-huh. so i don't know what i don't know his management i don't know his structure i don't know if he's signed i think he's signed to himself <laughs> but i think he'll be signed by wasafi before the end of the year <laughs> <laughs> okay that's my hot take i think he will Paul is going to wasafi that's something uh no ask me why because why? he's he, this song with Nandi has been mastered by Liza. Well, you can say it's just mastering, but the way he's been he's just, working with just Nandi. Just because Nightboy uh, two in one was mastered and mixed by um, Musiox doesn't mean he's getting signed to Decimo. And and also uh, just just because Zed mixed and mastered uh, MM's track doesn't mean she he signed her. And also he had a song with. Harmonized last year. I just think like, all, the way just, he's moving, it's moving towards. But uh, he had a song with um, the same guy. Harmonize? Not harmonize. Um, what's the other guy? Asli. Not Asli. Ati <laughs> <laughs> Asli. Yeah. So, the guy for Tetema. What's his name? Rivan. Rivan. Yeah. He had a song. He wasn't signed. Oh, to and Willie Paul has a song with Rivan. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Why is he working? Just because because maybe he's going for quality or he's going for a certain sound. No. He will, if he wasn't signed at the beginning of his career, he's not going to be signed at his peak. You That's all I can will, say. As an artist, would you refuse to be signed to a surf right now? Yes. Why? Yes. He, it's working for him right now without Wasafi. And, and imagine what Wasafi will do. Yes, I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. However, let's say, hypothetically speaking, Aingizwa kwa Wasafi. Yeah. What will what will his priority be? Will will Diamond prioritize Willy Paul to against Harmonize or Rayvan? I think those guys or, are good. They are doing well come for, on, by themselves. Man. They even I think come let me on, let, let me nah, make a strong argument nah, that nah. let me make a strong argument He'll that he'll be on the like the sixth priority. Rayvani and Harmonize right now are carrying Diamond's career. We are talking about Willy Paul. You're going all. No, no, no. I've just said. I've just said. That's why. No, that's what I'm saying. He's signed right now. What will? I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. uh, Harmonize and Rivani are carrying Diamond's career at the moment. So Willy Paul being a priority at Wasafi because everything is going well for Harmonize. Everything is going well for Rivani. May not be such a long stretch. He might be the. We're working on possibilities now. We're working on possibilities. I've asked you. Angingizwa say Wasafi. Wateneza priority list. He will, will he be top three. If you are signed to Asafi right yeah. now, yes, he, I think he will be top three. Yeah. So he, Diamond, we are considering Diamond is an artist there, yes. and he's a top priority, right? Yes. Yes. So who will be removed? Is it Diamond or Ivan? The other guys also, don't need don't need Diamond right now. You don't. You clearly don't understand the question. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, budgeting. We are talking about Wasafi as a record label. Yeah. So in terms of priority. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Then if you're saying that, uh, I don't think he'll 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 get um top three, not no. even top five, because there's lava lava, there's Mboso. Mboso. Hmm? I don't think he'll be even top five. So he'd rather do it on his own from his label standpoint. Mm-hmm. And if he's reached Liza and he's reached all these artists through his own record label. Yeah. Where will he need Wasafi? I think exactly. Because Wasafi and has a big uh... and th- that's the good thing. It's 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 good that we've talked about that because that's what we're going to be talking about the oh, yeah. this episode before music we, business. Before we exit, before we exit the the Willie Paul conversation. So, this is 
this nigga uh Rington said he'll so he'll so will Paul for disrespecting God on that song called Hallelujah. That sounds to me like an at- attention seeking. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. So anyway, uh what are we supposed to talk to talk about today? Uh so today we're going to talk about music business. Uh-huh. So essentially what one of I I don't know not what let me not generalize uh, yeah. the whole musician and artists. Mm-hmm. I, I normally say this because I've been I've been in um spaces where I've seen artists work yeah. and uh, I've seen how labels work. Mm-hmm. I've seen how like the music business uh operates. Operates. Yeah. So music just like any any other thing just like mama mboga buys her nyanyas at a smaller price and then sells it at a huge price music is just the same to operates the same and music the the whole business revolves around a song yeah the song uh-huh. not the artist people like to say it's artist but i i tend to believe it's a song because even after an artist is dead mm-hmm. The song is still what sells. The song still sells, just yeah. like Nipsey Hussle. Uh-huh. I believe half his family, sorry, will benefit from his music, not him. Yeah. Because he's, sadly, he he passed on, right? Yeah. So uh, we can jump right into it by um giving um an overview of what the music business entertain entails. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And we can start with Twanzena split it. Yeah. Twanzena split it. So um there's always uh when there's always a process in creating the song that is the currency of the music industry. Yes. Um and the process is you go into a studio with uh producer X and you record the song. And so from there, which is where I think many artists mess up or screw up is that um from there is where you determine where you that's the first place you get screwed when recording <laughs> because uh, okay you started on a really uh <laughs> on a downside like yeah. you get screwed are you saying that people are out there to screw people yes that's how the music industry works if you're not if you're not educated if you're not if you don't do your due diligence even if you're educated if, you you if, hear of cases where they tried to but i saw the i saw, I the saw it coming yeah. because he did the due diligence but we are not talking of an mba or an iba degree no but we're that's what i'm saying knowing what's yours what's not yours what i'm saying is the music industry is built on screwing people over yeah. so even that's people true. even people who know you can, that's why they say i saw it coming i saw the bullshit and that's why <laughs> i escaped because even if you're educated or not <laughs> they'll try to screw you over you know yeah so the music business is built on screwing people we have, over we have had so many examples this we've <laughs> seen this movie a million times and we won't see and it's not the last time we're seeing it we'll still continue okay let's it. start with semi ethic eh? yeah when you are lingia waka 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 record lambalolo yeah by so themselves four, four by them guys, by yeah? themselves and to say they had an extra producer number yeah. five so there were five people who yeah. created this track uh-huh. they had no fucking idea that it would be uh, yeah a, a monster hit. so the first thing they should have done is have a split sheet yep what is a split sheet able tell us okay so basically um 
it's a it's it's a publishing the official name is a publishing split sheet yeah uh, non just simply as a split sheet so it's a document that you record who um who owns the song who owns what in a song and the percentages of who owns what and how who owns what percentage of publishing basically in layman's language basically what have you contributed exactly to this, this one said these words yeah and that's a percentage of this song like mm-hmm. he came yeah. up with the hook which is 30 percent of the whole song so reckless got a 30 percent share that's 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 basically verse eight bars mm-hmm. was a swat yeah ukona x amount Sindio? yeah basically that's what it is right yeah um so that that is the that, that is basically the business side of music you know that is uh because you go you go into a studio you know how people you, you've had the stories of we were just in the studio and we were vibing and yeah the song came about yeah. that way exactly you know, from the from such situations is where the most horrendous of stories come from because <laughs> you just when you just left uh, when you just left that pro- the producer whoever was there just took that split sheet filled it in for himself exactly gave you guys the song and the song went out and he's done collecting the royalties you know? and you're wondering where's my where money? the hell is my man yeah i wrote this is my song yeah. So because the producer usually has the final master copy yeah he's the one who compiles it and and that's the due diligence so of, in a split, like publishing in a split sheet basically it, it contains uh, a few things it com- it contains um <clears throat> the name of the song uh then then the name of the song and uh a, a mailing address where a song the copy a copy of the split sheet will be sent to you know yeah. i don't think that's applicable here maybe yeah. it is um the capacity in which the writers are working whether are they a producer are they a write a songwriter whatever percent whatever capacity each person is and it yeah. contains the legal names of the of the of the person so if if I am called um Lindazi, well, that's a work name. But my real name we're, is we're, we're working on a on a what is this mixtape? Oh we are. <laughs> anyway, so uh-huh. So Lindazi. Lindazi, that's my stage name. But legally, I am Victor. So in a split sheet, my artist name doesn't go there. <laughs> It's not Lil <laughs> The name Victor goes on there, you know. Yes, so your legal name. Your legal it's name. A legal form. It's a legal document, yeah. yeah. So uh when you do that, the name of the song. So if the song we're working on is called uh, whatever whatever it's called, that the name of goes there. And then who else is involved in the song? So oh, I was about to say your real name. So Pepper is working as a no producer. problem, you can't say my real name. <laughs> So Pepper is working me, me as say I was in a in a in a in a different world, say yeah. in a perfect world. I was this pop star. Yeah. And probably I'm the Billy Eilish of mm-hmm. Africa. Yeah. And Pepper, I've recorded a song with say Musioka. Yeah. And in, on that split sheet, I won't write Pepper Five uh-huh. over there. Nah. I'll write Martin Wanjohi. Yes. For those who don't know my name, <laughs> there you go. It's not like a, a secret. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, um, what 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 percent? Okay. So the percentage that's composed now the yeah. and I think that's why people are very worried on who is in the studio when you're recording. Yes. 
because I don't know if if you're listening and you've ever been to a studio when a song is being recorded, you're either told if you're not recording the song or you're, or you're not, not part of the team, yeah, or you're not. You're just there. Service, you're just there. You're get, told by the way, get, get out. out. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's yeah. I've been in plenty of situations where you're told to walk out, yeah. or and the and then the artist will go on some simple excuses. I don't like people around when I'm recording because it fucks up. My creativity. <laughs> now this is a real reason, and you won't get it. Like this information, it's not ready. Yes, you can. It do is ready available. Yes, you can do your research, yeah. but you won't get it like all the way we're giving it to you. Uh huh. This structured. So get yeah. With so examples and the importances. Mm. So once the split sheet is done, where does it go from there? It goes to like the copyright and ownership yes. part. Like this. Essentially, if you're signed to a label mm-hmm. or if you're independent, you will own the copyright. So, semi-publish, I mean, the producer and the writer. Yeah. The, say, in the case where you're independent, you fully own your rights. These are the copyrights. Mm-hmm. And there are two types of copyrights, which we'll delve into later on, which are perform- performance arts copyrights and sound recording copyrights. Yeah. So, uh, once you you have established on who the ownership you now go to the publishing company yeah. or if you are self publishing you can register yourself to this publishing uh societies mm-hmm. and say i'm self publishing right yeah so from then on when your song goes on the radio or goes on tv or goes wherever mm-hmm. uh the publishing societies and the companies We'll collect this X amount. To seme ngoma yako, lambalolo sells a hundred bob. Yeah. Seme or a thousand. Mm-hmm. So they collect a thousand bob from. Let me let me just use a hundred bob from the radios and whatnots. Yeah. And they come back to the the split sheet. So they look upper ethic. To seme seme ethic is compro- comprised of four guys, right? Yeah. Plus the producer. So those are five guys. Yeah. And kwa split it in kwemesema. Uh, Let's say it was even equal. Equal. Yeah. So that's, so that's like 20%. 20%. Yeah. So everyone gets 20 bob from yeah. that 100 bob. Mm-hmm. You get yes. where they've collected. Yeah. Yeah. So for publishing here locally, what do we have? We have um, companies that publish. Yeah. Uh, there is, what the biggest I think will be Fat, Fat Publishing. Who work with Saudi Soul. The yeah. Saudi Souls. Uh, I think I, I think, uh, I think every record label has its own publishing, or you can outsource, or you can. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Nani does fat. Is that? Musioksi um, uses fat as the last time I checked. Uh-huh. Uses fat as, as a, a label? publisher for his label. Yeah, he's outsourced the publishing to fat. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but um, you'll find that most most uh most labels that want to have everything consolidated and not get into rows of uh, who owns what and what needs to be done they they also have a, a site that publishes yeah just them. like a docket of their company yeah, pa- a part of the operation is in publishing yeah so um wait what did you ask <laughs> <laughs> okay i wanted you to explain to the people like, like the bodies that are involved oh the oh, oh okay bodies that are involved so in 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 order for <clears throat> in order for people to those that publish or those that collect royalties there's a difference those that because i tend to think like 
they they they've combined the rules mm-hmm. mm. they publish and collect because publishing and collecting is probably done under one house publishing publishing and collecting yes no because okay collecting so if, collection if, of royalties yeah. is done by these cmos the mm-hmm. cmos that we have the yeah. mcsks the priests the camps of the of that's the, publishing on that's collection of royalties mm-hmm. it's done by these companies yeah so so prisk for example will will collect royalties so as a publishing firm uh, let's say i have a Fun publishing firm. firm i need to register myself uh, to a, a collective management organization CMO. a cmo mm-hmm. so i'll go register to prisk and to camp and to whoever so these people will collect royalties on my behalf because it's really tough as um imagine you're a self publish as you're a self publisher and now you have to go looking for where to collect royalties so you have to go to every you know radio station yeah yeah to, to ask them give me what give me this so that i can see how many times my song was played all that it becomes a bit hectic so the cmos deal with this but when you give away your publishing i mean not when you give away when you sign a publishing deal with a, a company they allow you to it allows you a bit of, a bit more flexibility to just be concerned with the music and uh, just creation of the music and putting it out there the the publishing company is now the one who is who will be concerned with where um where the where the royalties where is lambalolo being paid yeah where, where is it how being many played? times has it been played on hot night exactly all so all you that. owe us x amount of money yeah you get so to answer your question publishing companies can collect royalties but but it's deep. most most choose not to okay. because there there are there are cmos that exist for I mean, that I'm specific also getting purpose. educated here you see yeah so uh as you've heard it can be done uh by a publishing company yeah but it will prove to be tedious yeah. so they they choose to give it to the priests and the mcsks yeah uh so so even as a even yeah. as a self publisher you can go collecting your royalties but yeah. now imagine how many how where will you go yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly i, I yeah. mean if you're doing urban music i mean the, you have little stations to play around with of course your song is not being played on like musi yeah all that i, I mean yeah. there are very low chances of it being played there uh-huh. so uh we're throwing this word and we've not even explained what are royalties what, royalties yeah. so essentially how many types of royalties do we have with us essentially um royalties is what you get for your music these outside like, of performance these are like the like what the the what what your dividends owed, let's say dividend owed. let's call in 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 simpler terms or in more complex the terms depending is, on on how you want is it royalties so if you're an artist and you hear royalties you should have that dollar sign on your eyes yeah royalties uh, are the money's so it's dividends and they come you... in different forms right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, i think we should just start right with the mechanical royalties okay so which have been phased out in my opinion Really why you is think that? so why is that? because traditional uh, brick and mortar selling of physical, physical copies music, yeah. of uh CDs or music has mm-hmm. been phased out we have streaming age okay do you think so this that streaming has killed the the mechanical rights i yeah. think mechanical rights still exist through streaming in a very minimal because i mean how many cents do you make off a stream 
yo i saw that 0.00 something <laughs> exactly so those are still mechanical rights uh-huh. in 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 practical sense right okay so let's explain there there are three types there are performative mechanical mechanical mm. so the mechanical royalties is when when somebody buys your album uh, or buys your song yeah you get mechanical royalties so we've already put out our music and we have maybe uh one and cd one cd one cd out yeah so this cd is being distributed sorry distributed uh to let's say Nak- not nakumat <laughs> Na- <by> the, uh, <laughs> nakuma let me tell you chill, you know that you've mentioned nakumat chill, 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 chill. <laughs> nakumat is there's only one stop nakumat in kenya they sent me an sms the other day saying what i don't know telling me about like 500 other stores they have and i'm wondering you guys are dead you okay let's say kafo right Kafo. so Kafo. we have a Uh, we have a Ligindogo EP out yeah. as what is this uh-huh. Ligindogo EP out yeah. and we're distributing we've engaged a distribution deal with uh Kafo yeah. so every time you go to Kafo you That, see Ligindogo yeah. and you buy it for 200 bob so explain in that sense oh in terms of distribution yeah in terms of mechanical ro- royalties oh so every time that um that CD is sold where, wherever it is yeah um I get a percentage of it depending on how my how the the agreement the agreement so, so if 200 to me agree I'm getting 50% yeah 50% 50% yeah so I'm getting 100 100 shillings from each the sale of each CD yeah but it's it, it, it's not as simple as it sounds it, there's a bit more there's a, <laughs> there's a pressing there's, mechanical rights yeah because now there's a parcel mechanical rights yeah. and I, I was also seeing some of these Uh, now with the streaming age uh-huh. there's a click mechanical per click mechanical right per click yeah per uh-huh. click uh-huh. that's why these people have 1 billion so even if you are getting 0.0075 cents yeah. if you do it in one in terms of the billions mm-hmm. okay that's a bit of that's but how many people money. do you think are actually making money from streaming i mean i know drake is in those is in that oh, there like five ten artists making <laughs> money yeah ariana grande is there drake is there taylor swift should be there yeah i think a handful yeah locally uh, not locally locally I, i highly doubt we're making any money from streaming. because i don't even know the payout for mdundo and uh mdundo bumple and songa i don't know how much they pay out i would assume depending on the payout it will be it will still be cents yeah it's basically cents so the only people maybe being paid are the willy pauls and the I even doubt so tisola highly streamed on them dundos and the bumpley because willy, I, willy I, paul is the most streamed artist on dundo mm-hmm. yeah uh, <laughs> so dundo should cut that nigga check for what hmm? drake 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 carried apple music at when it was taking its baby steps with its exclusive deals but that's apple apple have money even dundo are benefiting out of willy paul they mm-hmm. should cut that nigga check yeah they definitely they if definitely i was the ceo whoever that guy is yeah cut willy paul a check plain and simple yeah. anyway let's go to performance royalties i believe we've explained okay, so what mechanical royalties mechanical are basically the money that you get when your album is bought is bought yeah simple all right? this is you know all this just let's make it clear that most of these things are in the traditional sense yeah of the, cd's and yeah, vinyl CDs. 
What what form of music had the shortest life? I'll I'll say CD. You'll say CD. Yeah. I will say vinyl. No, vinyls are still there and they're still cool. CDs As a main CDs are still there and they're still cool. No. Yes. CDs aren't. Cool. CDs used to come with this uh, okay, booklet. So, yeah. Uh, they chill out. Let, let me ask. You, let me ask you. A they used to question. come with this booklet <laughs> and like another like, small CD. Yeah. Which had like installation of CD what. Yeah. And then they used to come with like it's really a, cool artwork. It's, a, it's okay. That was still cool. It's okay. Do you have a CD player right now? CD player? Yeah. Right Do you now? know where to play a CD? No. Exactly. They're not cool anymore. Do you have a vinyl player right now? I know where to get. No, I don't. Exactly. No, but I'm saying how, vinyls avail- are, how available is a vinyl player? Vinyl players are still available. <laughs> come I mean, on. vinyls are still as available. As available as CD players? Come on, if you don't have a ready answer for that, okay. you know what you're looking for. Okay, <laughs> cassettes. Cassettes lived for long. I I think I think CDs lived the longest. Uh-huh. Because even Kanye said that he could produce physical copies when? 2013, 2014. Yeah. If I'm not wrong. And they existed since the late 90s. Ali. Um, let me see. Huh? CDs. Yeah, CDs. The CD boom was around 95. I would I'm say in the, in the in the in the in the in the 90s basically. So they existed in the 90s, the, the 2000s. Okay, in 82. So they began in the 80s. But they CDs. became mainstream in 90s, right? Yeah, let's say 90s. So 90s to now, 2000s, and now they're dead. This that's a lifespan of 25 years. Yeah. Cassettes. Cassettes, I mean, come on, man. I, I don't know how cassettes are like the old broken. It's like having a comparing having a, 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 a let's say a Toyota Corolla and um, a Prado. Come on, so you'll choose a Prado. Uh, cassettes, <laughs> 1962 till let's say the 90s, 2000. Okay, 90s. 2000s, even 2000s, because I listened to cassettes when I was a child uh-huh. before. Yeah. And right now, who's who's selling cassettes? What Nobody's another? selling cassettes. What? Uh-huh. Definitely. Exactly. Because the quality out. is bad. They have the worst quality. Wait, I, I think. I think we're we're we've digressed. We've digressed. Yeah, but okay. I think it's important to highlight because all these um, all these are part of the distribution because yeah. you know. When I make a, when I make music, it needs to either go on a cassette. Back then, it needs mm-hmm. to go on a cassette, vinyl, or a CD. Yeah. At least in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Now nowadays, you can do it. Um, just, just click upload, and, and yeah, the song yeah, is yeah, everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> the, that's why I'm saying all these mechanical rights when your CD is bought. That's why they they have to redefine. They have to redefine the the, the semantics and the technicality it's a dynamic business yeah it's a very dynamic business because what what's uh, next who let's even i i think uh we'll have like they'll be installing chips in us yeah yeah that's what i was going to ask when when a when a cd comes out it's just there temporarily in your head but you have to activate it using your credit card Uh and then now it plays fucking yeah (laughs) music in my head what's after streaming (laughs) i i don't think there's any evolution afterwards after streaming, yeah, they just have to find a way to freak it. Nothing, because we had streaming. It came. Now we have okay. We have playlists. Yeah, which is also I think like a docket of streaming, which is a whole, playlist is a whole different 
thing. Yeah. Because if you want 80s, like I, enj- I was enjoying my times with Spotify because uh-huh. it allowed me to discover very many artists. Yeah. Very many artists because uh-huh. of playlists. Yeah. You see. Uh-huh. So yes, there was uh, streaming and you can search for whoever artist you want. But now when playlists came along, you discover many, many, many artists mm-hmm. and you discover even different genres yeah. you get. Mm-hmm. So um I don't know what's next for us. Come on, I don't know. Maybe robotic music, which already came. Yeah, they already signed a, 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 an, an algorithm. AI. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, let, let's let's the music royalties. Let's go to this is these are royalties paid out when your music is played in the public. Yeah. This is basically on radio, mm-hmm. TV, in concerts, by DJs, yeah. in the club, uh-huh. in whatever you want to think in jukebox no tiny it all in, in that's the, on why youtube that's why um in as much okay you remember mcsk or <clears throat> mcsk is a cmo requires uh public places mm. school cafeteria yeah cyber cafe saloon saloon street clubs to pay matatus to pay yeah because all now i think it was 3000 per year yeah. which uh, that's a lot re- if relatively relatively 4 billion relatively that's very little money but when you mm. collect when you collect from all the saloons all the yes, barber shops all exactly. the all the school well all the matatus in uh, let forget all these other things all the matatus in Kenya if they were to pay that 3000 a year that's a lot of money that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money that's so a- <laughs> that's why uh MCSK requires you to have that license uh. to play the music because that 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 is a cover charge because otherwise they will have to come ask you for all the songs that you've played yeah if, if at the end of every day which will be practically impossible uh, so they do is they impose a cover charge yeah as as a as a means of them to collect royalties yeah instead of like going to your saloon asking you how many t- times did you play yeah uh, njiwa yeah or how many times did you play lambalolo yeah they just so they just tell you Give us, give us to three k yeah to my yeah. and you have like a license to play the song yeah. so ideally after MCSK goes to all the barber shops and all the wherevers and all the all these public spaces. Yeah. They collect how much? 1.4 billion. Now now it now it comes down to <clears throat> the, the 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 statistics because I think uh it would be fair to assume that these public places play songs they play the radio. Mm-hmm. Saloons play like get into a saloon it's a radio station playing. So now they have to uh what is it? They have to counter check they have to um, cross check. So we have collected 1.4 billion from all the saloons and all the this and all the that. Your song was played on radio yeah. these many times, on mm-hmm. this station these many times. So collectively it was played 3 million times. For, for every stream you're supposed to get blah, 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 blah. Here's a share of the, here you go. Yeah. That's how CMOs are supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Is that how they work in Kenya? Not really. <laughs> they collect them and then story done. Yeah, story done. They collect story it done. and, and your yeah, is given 300 shillings. Yo, did you see a bus was given a bob bruh and then they were telling them they were telling him on twitter yo a bus come collect your fucking <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's that's why the whole industry shambles and uh, AV8s and all that yeah hula baloo yeah. because they are collecting like they taking off your intellectual property and yeah, they are earning from it they are earning from it basically yeah. these are just like the record labels and whatnot 
Um, so we can go to the next one, which is the synchronization royalties. Yeah. Unless you have anything to add on the performance. performance, right? Yeah. So I think um, highly unspoken of is whenever your song is maybe played in a live concert. It it doesn't necessarily have to be, but for example, um, the people who do covers on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, at on YouTube, Jesus <laughs> the people who do covers on YouTube, they that's performance royalties because it's a song being performed. So um. Okay, it's a whole different conversation of fair usage that is also under the copyright law in I think in Kenya there's fair usage where you can use that's why Airtel has not been sued by Safaricom because of fair usage because mm-hmm. we know Airtel is red we know Safaricom is green mm. that but they cannot use Safaricom but they use green yeah. and every consumer knows what they are talking yeah. about that's fair usage of somebody's brand to do this and that i may be wrong in the terminology but i'm sure it falls under fair usage where yeah. you cannot say that i said your name you know mm. so legally you're legally not, you're not infringing imposed. on anybody's yeah. rights so yeah. under fair usage you can find mm. that artists can record covers and such and such and put them up on youtube and such and such things that's under performance royalties but now when when it becomes tricky is when songs are started to be taken down on youtube is because you know you've put this song you've not credited the owner and you're just playing it and you're getting money from it they're coming for you mm. you know so mm. on to the synchronization rights this is why I, I i got excited like this is where like i think uh, yeah i and, got excited and this because is... i was looking at the examples when i was doing my research yeah and there were people who made easily millions mm-hmm. of word synchronization yeah easily and this is i think where m- many artists need need to be this yeah. is where many artists because you can just look have to. a big score and you chill yeah chill For imagine ex- if mm-hmm. your song is on black panther imagine just imagine babes babes are imagine uh java exactly Bullock. Uh, i'm talking about the african artists oh, okay, yeah. there Yugen Bullock. even here locally so, uh, uh not saudi so ayubogado was in uh the gardener i think it was i don't know the name of that film a movie the cosbiro eh uh, yeah was in a movie that translates to money like that's a, a lot, lot, lot of, of money. money. That's a lot of money. And people don't realize this. Yeah. Um, Oliel by Octopizo was in spot, the Spot Pesa ad mm-hmm. that's currently running. Mm-hmm. Not the words, but the beat. Yeah. So he probably commissioned those niggas. And the thing with this synchronization royalties, it's all negotiable. There's no standard rate. Yeah. It's all negotiable. So if... STL... STL song, I don't know what song it is, but it was used as a, as a theme song in... In a Netflix NCSI. show. NCSI. NCSI. I mean, oh. eh, at was there a show like that? NCIS, yeah. NCIS. <laughs> NCIS. <laughs> NCIS. <laughs> what? Anyway, so, I mean, if I was if I was a, if I was an artist, I would work to get my songs on movies, commercials, yeah. uh-huh. and all this, because I know there is where, like, uh, the real money is. Yeah. So, I would work to get like my music hata singekuwa nataka kuwa top city yeah. artist uh-huh. just get my music on on a movie or in a t- on a tv mm. show if if yeah especially mean gefikiria like if i'm about to retire that's uh-huh. when i will make such kind of music aiming to get to maybe a commercial yeah. a movie or shit like that 
so those are synchronization royalties. Okay. Um, we should go. We should dive into. You have anything to add to the synchronization royalties? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> no, I don't think I have anything. Only that I think that's where I'm out most of, out of the three. Where do you think like the, the biggest check is? The uh, um, personally, I think performance. Performance, but now that needs volume. You know, it needs a lot of mechanical royalties are really collected because we don't sell physical. Yeah. And for the streaming, you get like 0.00. Fraction. Yeah, percent, fraction, yeah. fraction. Yeah. So I think the big check is that the performance royalties, if I'm not wrong. I think synchronization will, is the most lucrative mm-hmm. because um, you can just imagine a, a spot person using your song yeah just just imagine that mm. uh, that it's a multinational company that's yeah. just sat there yeah. so that's a lot of money that's a whole lot of money um i think that will be the most lucrative if the one that makes most if, money if highly utilized or highly exhausted and if you know how to go about it because performance royalties as we've been seeing with these ca- cases of kekob yeah and all that like uh-huh. you, it will be strenuous to collect even <laughs> Yeah, like, to collect all this, mm, all this, all this make, money. And the government isn't really helping our artists. True, so, true, true, true. So to make cancel mechanical performance, so synchronization royalties is where like we're left to play with. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. But in a perfect economy, in a perfect business uh, ecosystem, all of this should add a new money, sa- yeah. some certain amount mm. of money. Like, you know, the way Drake... His yeah. songs are used for commercials. Mm-hmm. You get uh, like he yeah. has sources of incomes like everywhere. That's why this guy has like three accountants. Yeah, it has like <laughs> he has ma- yo that he, he, has. He, he so has, like, him him by himself is like just a business. You saw his outfit. Yeah, I saw his million bruh, dollar outfit. Bruh. He graphed Mzima he didn't even have to. <laughs> he didn't even have to stand on us like that. Man, but anyway, uh, on to. What's next? What's the what we're going to talk about? Music publishing, okay, and and everything involved with that. It's basically, a short topic, but this is where the core of the business is at. Yeah. So, uh, let me just start by explaining who a music publisher is. This is a company or a person that is responsible for ensuring the songwriters, yani, basically, uh-huh. which may include beat makers. Yeah. Producers, producers, instrumentalists, yeah. composers mm-hmm. are paid, and their work is used commercial. When when their work is used commercially, mm-hmm. so if this is a guy you should be looking at to ensure that you get paid, yeah. this is a music publisher. So the ideally, the artist and the publisher enter into an agreement, which is a publishing contract. Mm-hmm. It binds the publisher to the artist. Yeah, where the artist. <clears throat> assigns copyright of a composition to the publishing, the publishing entity. So Mimi Kama Lambalolo. Yeah. I give I assign um copyright of composition. So I say Lambalolo, I've given the copyright to this fat whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, uh fat publishers. Yeah. 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 So in return, fat will do this to license composition to like um, radio stations, uh-huh. TVs, yeah. every um, source of income from, from music. Mm-hmm. 
it will also collect royalties it will go do the dirty work of not okay dirty yeah. work it's uh-huh. basically dirty work yeah. because if kiss fm are refusing with my money or if umg are refusing with my money yeah. and the best example to give is in tanzania when ay and this other artist mwanaefe mwanaefe uh-huh. used the um, publish their publishing company to sue uh was it vodafone tigo, huh? tigo. yeah tigo tigo is in nigeria tigo is Tanzanian company. It's so it was Tigo. Yeah. And they were paid 96 million? Yeah, yeah Kenya shilling. Exactly. Yeah. For, because they, are, they use synchronization song for the Skiza equivalent. Yeah. Um, so th- that was a synchronization battle. Yeah. Royalty battle, right? Yeah. 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 So music publishing is basically you enter an agreement with an entity, maybe a company or an individual who does the dirty work of collecting these royalties mm-hmm. and all that and if you're not careful this publishing <laughs> that's why you, that's that where is you get where screwed. you get finessed yes the the devil is in the details the devil is always so in the details so when you're entering an agreement with your publisher ensure you get the most out of it because you're signing away your copyright yeah you're signing away your copyright of the composition which is your song mm-hmm and we'll get into the copyrights the types of copyrights however like this is your this is where like you can you can be the artist that makes the music and you're signed to a label yeah <laughs> and this label is making millions and you're being given maybe just a couple of 100000 uh-huh. so copyright copyright I, i mean i mean publishing copyright is really important to the artist so yes. do you think um, i mean we've had so many people complain and About, yet they signed away their publishing uh, I'll, i'll give a, a, an example that's relevant right now mm-hmm. um Kanye West yeah he's uh, he's suing his well he was suing his um his publishing EMI mm-hmm. he keeps on suing everyone his management no. <laughs> <laughs> i his think tour, because his tour his tour, his tour uh, company yeah. he sued them his uh, management his He, he he sued his uh, publishing company EMI mm-hmm. EMI which is like under Sony yeah it's mm-hmm. it, you know how integrated yeah. like, EMI like so, all these acquisitions that happen yes you maybe Sony is it's owned by UMG half of the company the other half is owned by Sony <laughs> so you never know let's not even talk about Vivendi <laughs> <laughs> when I when I when I saw that It was actually an article. I was just perusing through the internet uh-huh. and they saw UMG is owned by Vivendi. Yeah. I was like, wait, hold up. I thought UMG was just a standalone. UMG, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's continue. Yeah. So Kanye is suing EMI. Uh, it, yeah, so because under his contract with EMI, mm-hmm. he cannot retire. Hmm? Yeah. He can't retire he, from what? Music. music. From making music. Uh-huh. music has to be he has to continue producing music i don't know and I, i don't know up until what point but he cannot retire as of now he cannot retire so he wants he, to retire so he wants to retire that's what you're saying i i don't i think he just wants better terms to the contract mm. because um the contract that was there was for seven years that would mean from 2003 to 2007 and no, so seven years 2010. i mean 2010 sorry <laughs> Come on man you didn't you did math college algebra <laughs> so anyway, till uh-huh. 2010 so he's saying that from 2010 up to now 
that contract is null and void under California law. Mm-hmm. But now EMI is saying a whole different thing. But they decided <coughs> to settle out of court. Um, it, it's a pub, That's the publishing contract that mm. he's under. That is EMI has, is who has been publishing for him ever since he started doing music. And now you see he gave away um, that publishing right and, the, and it was stipulated in his contract that he cannot stop making music at any one point in his life. So that's why many people who are um, many people who observe the industry viewed this five albums last year as what is Kanye doing? You know, why is he producing five albums for in a space of one month? And that could be part of the reason why the, he's trying to fast track his con- his contract with EMI or trying to put out as much music as possible to prove that music is his primary uh source of income i think i'm getting the sense of all that dispute because if you look at kanye as a producer uh-huh. he samples a lot yeah that will translate to less a bigger budget yeah and a less bigger m- budget producing just one song yeah so emi are really just trying to get back the initial investment uh that's what i, I would think i would if in- you look if you look at it critically mm-hmm. just look at it i spend one million dollars as a publishing company yeah. to buy the mask to, to, to clear to clear, yeah, samples. To clear to clear samples yeah and then say just make 1.2 yeah you see there's no return but i think it's even more so on kanye so that he can get more money it's more so on him making more money i mean than kanye to emi emi is bigger than Kanye as a publisher, right? That's why Kanye went to EMI, right? Yeah, but that was, was in 2003. Than... Look at right now. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say EMI is, is... I mean, I wouldn't say Kanye is bigger than EMI. But I think... Yeah, I think is Kanye has leverage right now. Yeah, he's a premier artist. Which, no is, which is now a problem of why does his contract look like that and why did he even agree to send such a contract way back then? I mean, there's a different... The Kanye we had in 2003 is not the Kanye we have in 2019. That's true. That's, that, true. that's also another thing. So I I think with publishing, you just really have to be careful who you give away your rights to because p- many people have been self-published for a long time. <clears throat> or at least it's the new wave. So, for example, Chance the Rapper was self-published for a while. I think many Kenyan artists, unbeknownst to them, they... <laughs> They are self-published. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> or even, okay, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, you can distribute a song that's not published. Yeah. Because publishing, you have to register it somewhere under copyright, mm. you know. So I think many Kenyans are are distributing music that's not published, which is really yeah. dangerous. Yeah, true. In terms of legalities and uh, the financial aspect of it. But you can self-copyright it. Yeah, you can. You definitely, you definitely can. So once you've self-copyrighted, you mm-hmm. surpass the publishing aspect because if you've self-distributed yeah. and say a uh, sport person wants to use your music, so they go on your YouTube channel and they see who owns the copyright. Yeah. So they, of course, they'll give your management a call or they'll mm-hmm. give you a call yeah. for them to get the rights for, for whatever type of use they want to use, right? De- definitely. Yeah. So I would probably think Saudi Soul uh are the only ones who publish their songs. <laughs> no, I think many people publish their songs. Uh, it's only that... Mainstream. 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 Uh, uh, Nyash uses his own company. Getter. Getter. Yeah. Uh, Willie Paul uses Aldido. 
So, uh, I was trying to work. Is Aldido his producer, engineer, or who? It's his label. It's his label? Yeah, his company. So Why I think it's it also his... like some American so Because it's him. <laughs> it's really Paul. So, uh, who I else? Sure I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> all those... All those uh, <laughs> Saldido International. All those companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And I think even as the days go by is when artists are realizing the game, are learning the game. and which is, which is something you can learn in a very short, like, you just take one week and learn everything. Yes. And yeah. then now you start implementing it in your own way mm. in, 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 in to safeguard yourself to ensure that when the when it's all said and done, when the vibes are there and after the vibes are over, yeah, everybody gets what they deserve. Yeah, you know. So, what what's next? I think now we've exhausted that topic of music publishing. Yeah. Now we are going to the copyrights. <clears throat> copyrights. Yeah. There are two types of copyrights: uh-huh. performance arts copyrights uh-huh. and sound recording copyrights. Uh, copyrights what? basically yeah. is. Let me just put it in a perspective where people will understand the ghostwriting uh, aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Quentin Miller, <laughs> Quentin Miller um, say you write a demo track, yeah. there is something called a demo track where mm-hmm. it's like a track, yes, but it's not the final one that has been put out, right? Mm-hmm. So you write a demo track and it's in the studio. So Pepper Five writes a demo track and yeah. then uh, Willie Paul in years the studio and then the producer is playing my demo track and then Willie Paul is like, shit, who's yeah. that? Uh-huh. I like that song like just the way it is. Yeah. So Willie Paul asks me to either sign off the, the my performance arts copyright. Yeah. Now I own my performance arts. Mm-hmm. Like those are the notes, the cadence, the arrangement. Yeah. Like the way Quentin Miller owns... um. Ten bands, yeah, or all those songs Running he goes through the six with my words. Yeah, all those songs he goes through for Drake. Yeah, so you can either sign off your performance arts. That's now ghostwriting. Mm-hmm. Like your name isn't seen anywhere on the paperwork. But it it was not written by such and such by the artist who performed it. Yeah, it wasn't written. Maybe it's just you and the artist or the label who know about it. Yeah, you get mm-hmm. so. You own your performance rights. Whoever, I mean, performance arts copyright. So when it comes to the sound recording copyrights, uh-huh. it's what is finally put out. So yeah. the final, the master, the final master for ten bands is owned by Drake. Cashman. Oh, I mean Cashman <laughs> <laughs> was owned by Cashman. You yeah. see? Uh-huh. So these copyrights are basically um, like who owns what yeah you get mm-hmm. who owns this are you licensing it are you leasing yeah and it translates to beats uh you can even say like i'm the one who created like the triple triplet flows yeah you get yeah you can patent some things yeah it's just a copyright basically mm-hmm. yeah yeah um the thing with the okay what what's the other type of before before we continue what's the other type of uh Copyright that's there. You said music publishing, publishing rights. No, there's performance as performance, yeah, and there's sound recording copyright. So the I think the sound recording is probably the the most important because that's where the issue of owning the masters comes from. Yeah, because you may own the publishing or the performance rights, which means it's like you've written the song, mm. but the song is owned by 
somebody else. Yeah. So the song is owned by company X. And so whenever that song is needs to be used, they won't even approach you. Exactly. So if I'm Willie Paul and Saldido, say Saldido is just a company. Yeah. And Willie Paul is signed to Saldido. So Saldido owns a final sound recording copyrights of what's his song? Give me the one new. song. Yeah? Give me just one Willie Paul song. Hallelujah. So Saldido <laughs> owns Hallelujah. Yeah. If if a Safaricom wants to use Hallelujah on their track, they won't go to Willie Paul. Yeah. They'll go to Saldido. Who's the who's the fucking CEO of Saldido? Who owns? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who owns? Find out who owns the yeah. song itself. So they'll go. Saldido, can we use it? And they negotiate the terms. And Willie Paul isn't involved. Yeah. Yeah. As long as he's the one. Atakama yendi wagiandika and recorded it yes yeah so that's the i think we should also touch with something to do with distribution distribution yeah uh, so distribution is uh but basically distribute that's distribution <laughs> <laughs> okay so getting a song from from the, the recording studio to, to the, the final ears, consumer to the ears of the listeners so where will this song be where can I find it? Yeah. How visible is it in terms of when I open Apple Music, when I open YouTube? Mm. Is it on the top page? Is it yeah, on the on fresh the play- new playlist? Playlist. Yeah. That's how that's how we were talking about playlists being the new that's the like the distribution front. Yeah. It's like when you enter the stores, you know, they usually the stores uh where you, you'll see like they usually place the best the best sellers on eye level. Yeah. So they'll they'll sell maybe Cadbury's chocolates. Uh-huh. Those are the best sellers. Uh-huh. So they'll put them where it's easily accessible. And then the bad bad ones, maybe the the other ones. The cheap things are usually at the bottom. At the bottom. The expensive get, ones are the where you can see them. Exactly. Yeah. Readily available. Uh-huh. So I think no modern day distribution. They just uh give you an advance to market your music yeah. maybe visuals mm-hmm. or maybe um but those are very i think those are very advanced distribution deals yeah yeah we're talking of advancement of course no i think i know i'm talking about those are very uh complicated distribution deals the simple ones is just your music will be here and there yeah and it will be on like you can tell a kenyan that your music will be on all these platforms and they'll be like okay that's a deal. Yeah, yeah. If you tell them it don't know it be on. Yeah, that's a deal. Uh-huh. And also uh visib no, we've already said visibility. Mm-hmm. I think playlists also. Yeah. Like if you're play if you're if it's trending on top five African playlists. Yeah. I mean you'll get definitely people will discover you on that playlist. You know, that's why you know, okay, you know the the, the saying that the more things change, the more things stay the same. Mm-hmm. Because with uh Long time ago, the labels used to pay the the radio station to get their songs on there, but yeah. now the labels pay the playlist curators. Yeah, <laughs> so it's the label ANRs who are just putting the their artists on those platforms. So the the um, the playlists are the new way is the new way to distribute the is the new way to distribute music. Yeah. For example, um, I think one of the most popular playlists on Spotify is Rap Caviar. It has mm-hmm. like two million, two million user, two million subs- followers. Which is, that, which is a Sony playlist, if it, I'm not wrong. It is. Yeah. I don't know. It's a Spotify playlist, which is controlled by Sony. You think so? Yeah. 
Why? Why? Uh, the DJ academics when they had this um DJ academics Nadeska and Joe Biden. Yeah. They were saying Sony was sending out emails to them mm-hmm. to actually feature the playlist. Yeah. Rap Kavia uh-huh. on their um on their what was it called a show every day yeah. every day struggle yeah. exactly uh-huh. so I, I i think that the nars at sony are the ones that control rap caviar yeah it, it's okay just know this whatever playlist you see by a streaming service is controlled by label people yeah that's all and that's, <laughs> that's part of all. that's part of distribution so distribution also comes with um okay that is agri- let me call them aggregators the tune cause of the world mm. people who Distro take your music distrokid CD baby those people who take your music and put it on these digital stores that's also part of distribution yeah. now they may give you a further advance a further a further further service of making sure that you're placed on certain playlists and you're placed on certain um places where you can be seen top page uh top page um visibility and all that it is distribution that's why i i keep telling artists um who i meet that just make sure you have distribution on lock i i don't want to keep going to a service that i don't like to listen to your music i like your music mm, i think yeah. you should afford me the courtesy to you know to to get it wherever i want that's why exclusivity is not such a good idea it is a good idea when you do it for like a week or so just to get the bug but yeah. then at some point in the near future you need to make it that's available. one thing i think jay z has really he messed up messed up yeah, i know he's trying too. to prom- promote his his streaming service but man i can't find empire state i looked for that song yeah. everywhere on spotify everywhere it's yeah. nowhere to be seen only on tidal streaming <laughs> exclusively on tidal <laughs> <laughs> so, so i think that's why he dropped the ball but anyway, he's a mogul. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, and uh, so that is is that that is all concerning um mm. all these music business things. And then of course, it is always contextual. There's nothing written in stone in the music business and in the music yeah. industry. So you need to know who you're dealing with. Everyone is out to make profit. So if you if you don't watch out for yourself, you'll find yourself in really bad contracts. Yeah, that might def- even definitely. tie your whole career. Can you ask? <laughs> no, I think one of the worst uh, contracts was the cash money contracts. Why? Because look at Lil Wayne. He battled for five years or four, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Just to but... get his album out, you uh-huh, see. Uh-huh. Like, look at TLC. They battled. They were making. They were making a lot of money, but and also, nothing was coming trickling to their pockets. Was left a part of TLC? Yes. She was also killed. She died in a car accident. Yeah. Anyway, but that's up for debate <laughs> for conspiracy theorists like Vic over here. <laughs> uh, so is that all? I think that's all for this episode. Who have mm-hmm. you been? Who have you been listening to? To answer your question, who have who have been listening to? Yeah. Uh, I I was recently listening to Nazizi. Ah yeah yeah yeah. And I don't know what she was trying. Ah yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> no. Nazizi man, give us that was not it. That, that was not it. Yeah, that, that was not that. it. What about the new Red Sun song? Oh, that oh, I, I listened to that. That is production on its 
level best. Yeah, that's money. That's called throwing money at your problems. Yes. That that he's really <laughs> utilized that Sony bug. Yes. Because, damn, that 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 was really amazing. So thank you guys for listening to this. Uh, oh wait, I'll, oh let me promote a uh, song on here. A uh, song called Oyole by Master VK. Who I think is um, he's he's due. He's due. He he just. He's coming, he's coming. I like I like what I hear. So Oyole by Master VK is my song for this week. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We'll catch you guys next week and uh hope you have a good week. Enjoy your day, enjoy your days, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.